Bokatov, today's stuff is Apsarik Bob 96 in Baba Kamas. We learn for Achenu Kol Basis from Cinema Service Shibya. Down about the 11th line down on the page at the two dots right before the lines get wide. Amarava, Gozal Vishbiach, you stole something. You, you stole something and then you improved it. Umacher, now we've learned that if you stole something and you improve it, that means you change it in some form, either the name, as we'll see, or you change the <laughs> substance of it, that it has a, it's a, like a permanent change then you've acquired it. So the increase, the uh, the part that you've made it better belongs to you. You only have to return what you stole. You stole something worth $100 and now you've changed it. Now it's worth 100 and a quarter. You get to keep that. Now you sell it, right? Or let's say you stole it and you improved it and then you died and you inherited it to your son, right? You bequeathed it to your son. You're right. What you... What you improved, you sold, and what you improved, you bequeathed to your child. What he means to say here is, we saw yesterday there was a three of Machlokas. Rebeyer said, no, you give everything back to the owner because it's a knas. Technically, you own it, but it's a knas. <clears throat> Rabbi Yudon of Shimon said, no, no, you only, you, you technically, you acquired it, but, uh, so therefore, you get to keep it. But how much do you keep? So that we saw, uh, according to Rabbi Shimon, you only give back a certain percentage, like, uh, uh, the Gazan gets to keep half or a quarter or a third, according to Rav Yudah, the Gazan keeps the whole thing. And that's what we mean over here, too. You only have to return what you stole, and the part that you improve belongs to you. What happens if you sold it, you, you stole it, you didn't improve it, but you sold it to somebody else, the Lokech, the purchaser, he improved it. Now, Buster the boy, after Rav asked the question, how to posture, he himself decided it. What did the first guy sell to the second guy? that he had. In other words, the Goslin, if he if he would improve it and change it, he gets to keep it. And the same thing that that uh, that merit that he acquired by stealing it, although it's a terrible thing. Right? He stole it. Now he should gain by it. That's Rameir Shita. Rabbi says no. The halacha is that if you stole it again, possibly because of Tikkun technically Minatora, you get to keep it, even though Tikkun Hashavim is a Takona, right? Not Minatora, but that's the rule that you only have to return what you stole. Any improvement done afterwards, either by you or by somebody who came because of you, you sold it to him and he improved it. He gets to keep that increase and all you have to return is what you actually stole. Boy, Ravi asked this kasha. What happens if a guy improved it? What are we going to do? Get up and make a takana for the guy also and say he gets to keep it? Meaning to say that it sounds like Takana, Takantalov comes, sounds like making a reform, a ruling on behalf of the Goy. That could be, we're talking about a derisa too. If if a Goy, a goy doesn't, we don't have a rule here for a Goy, <clears throat> the rule of Heshek if the Gazan gets to keep it, is for a Jew. We're not talking about a Goy, a Goy doesn't have these rules. Cool. And or, or and certainly if you say for Takana Sashavan, we're not going to make a rule for him. Uh, either way, you learn whether it's a derisa or a drop on it. We're speaking about we sold it to a Jew. So so big so so what? So so he's only the, the Jew who bought it from the guy who stole it is only coming with the koach of the We're not going to make a rule for Abikhabim that he also gets to keep what he stole <clears throat> and he only has to return the original amount that he stole and not the improvement. We're not talking about a case like that. The Israel, the Jew stole it. And therefore he has a rule that if he improved it, right, he gets to keep the improvement. 
but bizarrely, and he sold it to a guy. The guy improved it. Then a Jew, the guy went and sold it back to a Jew. My, me, I'm going to say, keep it to me, Carly Israel. Since the beginning it was a Jew involved who stole it, and later on it was a Jew who bought it from the guy who bought it from the Jew. made it to for him, and he doesn't have to return more. In other words, he only has to return what what was originally stolen, and not any more than that. And either to or because we're not involving, we're we're saying that the guy's uh, involvement does not count. Since the guy didn't make a rule over here for the guy, and we said what that since the guy improved it, that doesn't mean anything, and you have to return the original, and you have to return it with the improvement. Take where this question stands. So if a guy's involved, if a guy stole it, certainly he doesn't get the advantage. Even if a guy's in the middle of it, he bought it from the Jew who stole it, and then he stole, sold it back to a Jew. The question is not resolved. Amra Papa, Iman the Gozel Dikla Michabre. Now we're going to get into. The idea of what is considered a shina. We said shinui masa is kona. <laughs> That's what the Mishnah said back on Sadakimon Beis. <coughs> the shinu is kona, kona b'shinui. Not shinui of Rashus and Yish. That's a different matter. Here we're talking about where there was no Yish. Simply there was a change in the item, either in name or in substance. And it doesn't mean where you necessarily did it, because we said, for example, you stole a para and she gave birth. You didn't do it, it gave birth on its own. Or as we'll see, you stole an animal that got older. It happened naturally, but it was a change. So that's the question. I'm a papa. I'm on the goes of the man stole a tree. Stole a tree from somebody, but cut, cut it down. How do you steal a tree? I guess by cutting it down. Even though he moved it from the Nigzal's Rishus Lara the day to his own Rishus, Lokani doesn't require my time. Now, if there was if there was Yush, okay, we'll talk about later on about Yush and Shinarishus. Then it's a different matter. Then you could say he acquires it. But if there was no Yush over here, all he did was he cut down the tree. It was a tree before, it's a tree now, except now it's cut down. That's not a change. So therefore, Shinar would not be caught. The fact that he cut it down didn't mean it's not, it's still a tree. It's called a tree before, it's called a tree now. <clears throat> right, right. There's a major difference, but it's not a difference in name. It's not a difference. It's still a tree. It's still called a tree, and it's still a tree. It's the same. It's a tree, but now it's cut down. Okay, we'll see. Now the Gemara is going to give examples. Let's say you cut down the tree and you made logs out of it. Now it's not called a tree anymore. It's called logs. All right, then also low kani. Why? So is that also? No. Here it's called the logs of the tree, the logs of the palm tree. In other words, it still goes by name. So if it's called a tree and now it's a tree, or it's called the logs of a tree, that's still considered the same thing. Let's say you stole beams, and you made, and you stole logs rather, and you made beams out of them. Stole the logs. The log is like, a, like the tree. So it's called the log of a tree. If you took the logs and you made them into beams that you can use in construction, then, Connie, that's considered a change because now it's not called logs of a tree. It's called beams. <clears throat> when people bring beams into a house, Two by fours or whatever to build. Almost says, "Oh, that's a tree." Nobody calls that a tree. Yeah. How about the difference between if he cuts it down? Yeah. Or he digs it up with the roots. Doesn't make any he difference. It up with the yeah, roots, it's still called right. Right. There is a difference. These are all differences, but the difference is: is it a difference that's machalic? Is it a real difference, or you still go by the name? In other words, if it, if you if it's got the same name to it, then it's not. Say, if you have a lamb and it becomes a ram, then it's got a different name. So it's 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 physically different and it's got a different name. Here, the question is, 
it's the same tree, except for it was cut down. Now it's not cut down. It's still called a tree. Even if it's logs, even if it's logs, it's still called the log of a tree. But if you turn the logs into beams, now they're called beams. In Hebrew, the word for tree is pitch. Yeah. The word for wood is pitch. Okay. So that's just, a, but that's, uh, you know, <laughs> we're not, we're going by the Aramaic over here. <laughs> right. Right. That could be, you know, it's made out of, but you know, you could also say the furniture is made out of eights. You know, what I mean, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's still called a different thing. It's still called. You wouldn't say you wouldn't come into somebody's house where he's got a uh, some sort of a closet made out of wood and say that oh that's a nice tree. You wouldn't say that. Whereas the logs could still be called trees. Beams not. Ravravi, Shuri Ravravi. I've done Shuri. Let's say you had large beams and you made them into small beams. Also, Lokani, because it's still called beams. I've done. So let's say you made them into boards, then Connie, because it certainly can't go back. And now they're called boards, they're not called beams. Palm branch. And now you broke it into leaves, Connie, because now it can't revert back. It's now not called a palm branch, it's not called a lulav anymore, it's called leaves, right? Uh, like you take the little parts of your lulav and you make them whatever you call those little bendelach. Uh, for your or to tie it up or whatever, huh? Yeah, whatever. Uh, so so uh, so those aren't called. That's not a lulav anymore, right? So that you're calling it to me called lulav. Make it first. It was called the lulav. Originally, it was called lulav. Hutsi, hutsi, but then Let's say you took those little pieces, those leaves, and you made them into a broom, right? You are kona. Why? Because mikara hutsi. Originally, the leaves, the hashdechufi, and Rashi explains that. Um, you the way you make it is that you take each leaf and you cut it and you uh, you cut it down the middle into two so it can't revert back to its original state because if it can go back then it's not a permanent change it wouldn't be called a change so if it was a really lulav and you took it and you made it into leaves that's a change if you had leaves and you turn it into a broom also that's a change because let's say you had this this broom and you made that into a rope they would use that for a rope. Low county, my time at the Hadassah because you could take it apart. The way they made the rope, I don't know how they made the rope out of this, uh, out of these um, brooms, uh, but it could be re it could be reverted back to its original state, and then it's not a change. So all these cases are cases where where you made a change in the name. And the Mefarshim explained like this: Just because you made a change in something does not help by itself. The name has to change. The name has to change. But Ulam, said in Parshim that what? That there is a significant change in the in the item. Even if the name didn't change, could go Let's say you have a cow and it got older now. Right? It's still called a cow. Or Avon and Vesisisen. Or you had uh, stones and you, uh, I guess, uh, filed them down. Uh, you 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 know you uh, quarried them or you know you, you sure. cut them down you shape them. If it's an important name change, even if there was no uh, change in it, you didn't do anything to it. There's no shini masa, but it's called. For example, a lamb, a lamb becomes a ram. If it's something that can revert back to its original state, even if the name changed and there was a physical change, it doesn't help. Moshe Malonsha goes off of us. We're going to talk about cases at Levena on Amid Beis that if you stole some dirt and you turned it into a brick, you don't call it because it can revert back to its original state. So the point is, is that not every Shirimaisa helps. It has to have a name change. And there's sometimes, even if 
without a name change, if it's an important change, a significant change, that is also Shino. So this we say Shino is Kona without Yush is it's only if there's a significant change or a name change. Boy, Rapapa, Nechlika, Tiumas now. What's the Tiumas? The Tiumas is the central twin leaf, uh, twin leaf at the top of the Lula, right? The, the central one that goes up, it's like a double, it's a twin leaf. Let's say that split. Right? You split that Mao. Is that a change? If the Tiumas was removed, puzzle, the, the Lula was puzzle, and the assumption is, if it's in, if it's puzzle as a lula, that means it's not called a lula anymore. So Kenyan also the that should be a king. My love within the Nechlika, same thing if it splits is low, nitla shiny. If it's removed, it's different. The achasala, it's missing. If it's missing, then it's not a lula anymore. Then you can say that's a significant uh physical change. But if it was just split, maybe not. You can have some say no, Toshma Damra Matunam Bishubalevi, Nechlakatiomas. Not only if it was what? Not only it was Nitla Tiomas, but even if the Tiomas, the central twin leaf. Was split also Nasik Misha. It's as if it was removed from the puzzle. Ishmael, you see from here that that's also a significant change, and you would be you would acquire the lulu that way. Amra Papa, Ayman, the goes will offer. Let's say you sold some dirt, a lot of earth, mechabre from somebody else, but Abde Levinson, and you made a brick out of it. Lokani, that's not a significant change. My time, the heart of Mishavla Afra, you can just smash it down and become dirt again. Levins of Abde Afra, but let's say you stole a brick. And you turn that into dirt, then you are, you are kind of why my what are you going to say? So you, you can turn that back into a brick again. I live in Sachrit, it's a different brick. Rashi explains because the new brick you're going to make is not exactly the same brick. The bricks, you know, the bricks weren't perfect. Maybe today they make them with machines and they're all exactly the same meter in size. But in those days, when they would make them into bricks, they weren't all exactly the same. People would be mocked, but they said, uh, the, um, uh, the, the people are, are, um, you know, or Machmed, that it's not not exactly the same. The Efshalit Samson Rashi says it's a little bit bigger, a little bit smaller. So if you stole a brick and you turned it into dirt, you smashed it down, that's a significant change. You can't turn it back. If you turn it into a brick again, that's a different brick, not the same brick. Remember, Papa, similarly, Haman, that goes on the you stole a bar of a metal from somebody, Vavit Zuza, and you, Zuzi, and you made some coins out of it, low carny, you're not quite my time, harder of because you could turn it back into a, into a metal bar. I you say it won't be the same metal bar, just like we saw by the brick. When it comes to metal bar, people are not so mocked about the exact size. When it comes to bricks, people are more mocked because they're using it for construction. Again, Zuzi but if you took coins and you melted them down and you made them into a metal bar, then kind of you do acquire. Why? What are you going to say? Uh, maybe you'll say, Harder of it, Zuzi can make coins out again. Those are new coins, aren't the same coins. That's not the same thing. If you take a, a, a if you take dirt and you make a brick out of it, you can make it the same dirt again. Just smash it all down. It's the same dirt. Um, but over here, uh, you're concerned that uh, this is if you make a coin out of it, you stole coins and you made it into um, into um, you know into metal. And as if you stole metal, you turn it into coins. You don't acquire because you can make back into metal again. But if you, or you turned it into coins, you could say how you could turn it back into what it was. Okay, so let's let's just review that piece again. I'm not sure I said. I'm You stole metal and you made coins out of it. You didn't acquire my time at harder of because you can make it back into metal again, even though it won't be exactly the same size. People aren't mocked about that. But if you stole coins and you turned that into metal, 
then you are quiet. Maya, what are you going to say? Or Chitema, uh, you might say, you can make coins out of it. Those are new coins. Those aren't the same coins. Shchimi, let's say you stole uh, old metal or old coins that are darkened. Uh, they're darkened, they're like blackened. Avinu Khani, make them into new ones. You know, you clean them, you shine them. Lokani, why? Because they'll revert back to the way they were. They're going to get dirty again and old. But let's say you stole new ones and you made them black, then you do acquire. Maya, what are you going to say? Hold up with the you can clean them again. You could tell that they were originally dark. You're not going to be able to return it to its original state, and therefore that's considered a Kenyan. So the Mishnah said, pay according to the time that they stole because their obligation is to return exactly what they stole. If they improved it uh, or they um, deteriorated it, they've got to absorb it, they get to keep the advantage or lose the disadvantage. It's their problem. All right, so what's the Zach cloud? We already gave the cases with you stole wood and you turned it into Caleb, you stole wool and you made it into clothing. You stole an animal and it gave birth. Or you stole a uh, sheep and, a, and you and you uh, sheared it. Uh, what is this that cloud coming to teach us? You stole a lamb and it became a uh, a ram. Edel, you stole a calf and Nasa Shor and became an ox. Nasa the change took place in the Goslin's Rishus. But Connor, when he acquired it, now if he now uh, slaughtered it or sold it, Shlomach doesn't pay the dollar. Hey, he only pays, right? He only pays Kefal, because we're not talking about a Gazan over here. The same thing would apply here. You see that a Ganaf and a Gazan are the same thing in that aspect. That a Gav and Gazan, right? That a Ganaf really returns the same thing too, but he has to pay Kefal if he's caught with Adam. He's not Moda himself, but he doesn't pay the dollar. Hey, if it changed, because it's only, only pay the dollar. Hey, if you slaughtered or sold what you stole, but this is a different item because it became older now. So now it's no longer a uh, no longer a calf, it's now an ox. And therefore you don't pay five, you only pay the, the, the kefal for, for the burglary itself that you were caught on. Ahu Gavra, who goes a a man stole a pair of oxen from somebody. Ozol karabu and he went and he plowed his field with these on the Ghana, or the goslin, um, plowed his field with it. Zara Buzara, and he seeded with it as he improved his field. Then later on, he returned the animals to the owner. He returned the animals. Also came to Nachman, so the nigel came before Nachman to post. Go figure out how much his field was improved by these animals. What do you mean? Just the, uh, the hot, let's say his, the, his uh, field was worth $500 before. Now it's worth $700. Because he improved it, he planted it, he plowed it. So the extra two hundred dollars, it sounds like you're requiring the goslin to pay. He says, "Why did, did the oxen improve the field and the land itself did not improve? Wasn't the nutrients and the soil, etc.? It wasn't just the oxen who increased it by two hundred dollars. It was the field, the seeds, whatever it was that increased it. It wasn't just the oxen." Omar so Rabnachman said, "Me kamina neshama kule." I didn't say he has to pay the whole improvement, the extra two hundred dollars. How good command? I mean, you should pay half. If the improvement is two hundred, you should pay hundred dollars. I'm a lay. So, so, Zelu. At the end of the day, what, what's the difference? How much it was improved? He stole it, and the rule is the gazan pays kamosha goshe gazel. So, so, Zelu. But kahadrabeni, you return what you stole. The animals are no worse off, right? You use the animals for a few days, 
and he returned the animals. He doesn't have to, we're not talking about that the that the animals were improved or the animals deteriorated. We're talking about the field. Uh, so, so, uh, you should go back the way it is. The town called Gazan Mashamak Shasak Zayla. They paid back what they yeah, These animals did not get, did not deteriorate, did not improve at all. He stole a couple of animals. He used them for a few days and he returned them intact. They were fed and everything. What's the problem? Why should he have to pay for the extra, for the uh, improvement in the guy's field? Amalei, so Nachman said to, <laughs> to the next cell, did I not tell you, when I sit in judgment, I'm on the best over here, don't, <coughs> don't protest any of my uh, any of my rulings. Our friend Huna said, Aloy about me, I and Shmuel. Shmuel Malka was a famous Goyesha king, Shmuel Malka, and he was friends with Shmuel. So many times the Gemara uses the name Shmuel Malka to refer to Shmuel. We are brothers in judgment, in other words, in court. And therefore, if I paskin something, you can rely on that. The reason I said over here that he should pay for half of the improvement in the field, the Goslin, despite the fact that he returned the two animals intact. He's an old Goslin. He's a professional Goslin. I wanted to find him. I wanted to find him. This is a special fine. You're right. This is not the regular halacha. He doesn't have to pay. The Goslin doesn't have to pay for his improvement in his field. From the animals that he stole, but here is a special case that I wanted to give him a fine. Now we had this uh, mission and we mentioned this yesterday. You stole an animal and it got old, it aged. Servants and they got old. Why? Again, it might be still be called a servant or an animal, but there was a physical change here. So you pay Kishasikzela. That's what that's what the Tanakama says. Meaning you don't have to pay for the deterioration of the Ebed, you just give him back what he stole, meaning you have to pay it effectively, meaning if the if the animal or the Ebed was worth $100 when you stole it, now it's worth less, you have to make you have to pay pay what, what it was worth when you stole it. Rameir says, says, no, Avodim are different because Ebed is like Karka, and Karka cannot be stolen, so you can just say, take it back. I didn't, uh, I never acquired it. By a behemoth, you could say you acquired it. By the change, you acquired it. As soon as it got older, you acquired it. You have to return the original, the worth of the original animals worth $100. Now it's only worth $75. You got to give them $100. You stole a coin, and it cracked. Now it's broken. Paris, so you stole some fruits for your kibu and they rotted. Or or wine, and it turned sour. Again, it was a change took place in your possession. You acquired. You have to return, you acquired it by the change, and you have to return what you stole. Matbea, but those are all where physical changes took place in the, let's say, the animal or in the coin or the fruits or whatever. Let's say, though, there was a change that's not visible to the eye. Matbea, and if so, you, you stole a coin and the, um, uh, the government took it out of circulation. Coins, the same coin, right? It's like an old... Uh, I don't know, an old yeah, yeah. shekel or whatever, old uh, piasta, whatever they call it. But they have an ifsal, a chum of it, came tome. Can't see any physical change. Chomets are a pesach. And now pesach came by. It's the same chomets, but no good. Behemoth, behemoth, an animal that was abused. And, you know, the animal is no good now. But when I was on the ocean, nipsal, now it's bath, or it became possible for use on them as bath for whatever reason. Or now the animal was sentenced to death. 
but it looks like the same animal. It's yours. In other words, there was no physical change to it. Then the owner, uh, it's still the owner's. And therefore, you can't say the gossip. The gossip could just say, here, I'm giving it back to you. I, it's worth a lot less now in all these cases. Too bad, because he didn't really acquire it. She doesn't mean literally that it only came old. Even if it just got deteriorated in value. The uh, the Mishnah says, you stole an animal, got old. Doesn't only mean if it got old, even if it just got weak. But the Mishnah said he got old. The answer is, Rashi says, It means weakened like getting older. Uh, one of the things we've learned is that once you get older, you can't get younger again. It doesn't work in reverse, right? So just like and when you age, you cannot become younger. The same thing means we're, we're deteriorated where you can't make it up. It's not like you just, you know, he didn't eat for a few days. The animals weighs a little bit less. So you could just refeed him. We're talking about if the animal became weakened, deteriorated in some form, just like aging, which cannot be reverted. Omele Mark Shisha Bredavchista, the Ravashi, talk about aging. His name is Mark Kashisha, right? The older one, right? Ravchista had two sons, Mark Shisha and Mark Yanuka, right? There's Machlokis, which was Kshisha the older one, Yanuka, or Kshisha is the younger one who was born when Ravchista was older in his old age, whatever. Anyway, listen, this is what I heard in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Even if you stole a uh, a lamb and it became a ram, or or a calf and became an ox, if you now shechted it or sold it, you wouldn't have paid all day because you shechted your own, not the one that you stole. So Rav said to uh, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Ravashi said to Makshish Bey Rav then I tell you, don't mix up, don't confuse the authors. We just had it up above when the lines became, um, uh, where we have that, uh, before before the lines became wide. At the two dots, we said, that was Rav said it, not Rav Yochanan. Oh, he says, this is what I heard in the name of Yochanan, he says, then I tell you, don't mix up the name, the authors. The authors was of a law, but the idea is the same. So that's what he means over here, too. We mean a change that cannot be reverted. If it's a change that not, cannot be reverted, that's a permanent change. And according to the Tanakama, you pay Kashas Exhale in both cases. Rameir says, Now, what's the halacha here? So the Gemara goes on like this. Uh, that when it comes to an Eved, you can't steal an Eved, just like you can't steal Karka. And therefore, even if the Eved became older or deteriorated, whatever, just give it back the way it is intact and say, it's not mine, it's yours. How could Rav Paskin, like Rameir, against the rabbis, against the Rabbanan? Rabbanan said that Misham Chasik that affected change. Amri Mishim Debraise Ipcha. Uh, because in the Brisa, the names are reverted. Rameir is the one who says what? And the Chacham say, ah, So he went like the Brisa. So why would he leave a Mishnah and go like the Brisa? If the, if the Mishnah brings down that the Rabbanan say what? Rabbanan say, even by uh, an Eved. And uh, so why, so if that's the sheet of the Rabbanan, if the Brisa has it, has it reverted, and that's the sheet of Rameir, why would he leave the Brisa and go, why would he leave the mission and go like the Brisa? The answer is, Rab, Rab Masnisa Nami Yipkatani. He learned the Mishnah also 
revert in the reverse. They're not the way we have it in our Mishnah, that the Chacham say, Misham even by Avodim, and Rameir says, but rather the Rabbanim said, and therefore he passed like Rameir the way it's the way our Mishnah reads. So, my time at the Rav, the Apech, Masis, and the Gambrisa. So, why did Rav change a Mishnah to, to uh, conform with the Brisa? I don't know, he should change the Brisa to, to conform with the Mishnah. Ami Rav Nami Masis, Yes, when we said that Rav learned the Mishnah, revert, he didn't change the Mishnah. He had the Mishnah written not the way our Mishnah reads on our page, but he had the Mishnah also written in reverse that the Chachamim said, when it comes to an Ebed, and Rameir is the one who said that you uh, that you pay pshas like zeva. So Rabbanan has said pshasne. Eboy said more. I can tell you a kilo apech chada mekamechada. If you have a brisa and a mishnah, so the mishnah is more authoritative, and you go with the mishnah if it's one against one. But over here, it's two against one because we have two brises against the mishnah. Really, it's two against one because we have the brisa and another mishnah. Okay, he says it here. It's, let's say two brises against the mishnah. Chada mekamechada apech. But if it's two brises against the mishnah. We, we say that the two Brises overpower the mission. Where do we have the other Brisa? We have one Brisa, which he said he had a Brisa there. We have another Brisa, a Tanya. Listen to this case. You exchanged, you bartered a para for a Chamor. Of course, the Chamor doesn't have children. The Chamor, right, is a male. And the para has a child. The old and, and the para gave birth. Now, why is it Machle para Because if you just say, you sold the para for Chamor. So when you, when you, how do you acquire a para? By Mashiach, by pulling it. Well, then you could tell then it was pregnant or not. But here what happened was, is that you bartered a para of a chamor and you made a kinyan on the chamor. So the para you acquired as soon as you made a kinyan on the chamor. Now we don't know when did the para give birth, before the kinyan or after kinyan. Did it belong to the original owner or to the buyer? So you sold a shifka. Also, by when you sold the shifka, you could be sold with kesef shtar chazaka. So Maybe it was sold for Kesef and she wasn't there at the time. She gave birth. One says of the two people, the Mokher and the Lokeach. One says if she was born at my Rishu, so I own the baby. And one says, I don't know. Shosek is quiet. Either because Bar Vishem Bariyata, Fertosa says, even if you don't know Bar Vishem Bariyata, if it's speaking about like Shika Koda, he's Mokher, okay, you keep it. Let's say both say we don't know. We don't know when the baby was born. Yachloka, you split it. This goes like Sumkus, who holds Mamanamot and Suffolk Cholkin. And it's not in anybody's Rishus uh, because it was, let's say, in an Agam or a public place. Zem Rishusi, Vizem Rishusi. Let's say they both say, yes, no, it was born in my Rishus, it was born in my Rishus. Yishbaha Mocher, Shibashusi Yolda. The Mocher must swear that it was born in his Rishus. The mayor says, why does a Mocher? Because the Mocher is the one who, what happens over here? The Mocher says he was born in my Rishus. Well, Kesef was born in Mauritius. Kesef says, listen, I bought from you a slave or I bought from you a para, and you owe me the animal too. So the mocher says, no, I don't owe you the baby, right? Because he's he's swearing in order not to pay. Minatori, only swear when you're avoiding payments. Learned out of a Pusik, right? Like, motive makes us, you swear on part of it, you remote it to part of it, and you swear on the other part that you don't owe it. So he says, who should swear? The one who, get, who doesn't have to pay it, meaning it was, we know it was originally, the para was in the Rishus of the mocher. And now the Lekech said, I bought it with the baby. And the Mokhar says, no, the baby was born before you actually took possession. So the baby belongs to me. So he swears in order to get out of it. It's like Moda Mimixas because the owner, the Lekech says, I bought from you a mother and a child and the baby. 
And he says, no, you only have, I only sold you the mother, not the child. Rashi brings down the case is complicated, but Matsi is talking about where the mother's hand was cut off too. Otherwise, it would be a case of Aleph. So you wouldn't, it wouldn't be exactly a case of motor mixes, but that's more complicated. Just understand that it's the Mokra makes the Shwa according to a mayor. Because you don't swear on Avadam and Karka. And this is an Evid, and you don't swear on the um, you don't swear on the uh, uh You wouldn't swear on the on the on the shift. In the case of the Evid, like the Shifra, you wouldn't swear. So you see over here, why don't you swear on an Evid? Because an Evid is like Karka. So that would be the sheet of the Rabbanan. That the Rabbanan say that an Evid is like Karka, and you can say Reshachalfanecha. So here we have a Brisa. Which is reverts, which 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 um, reverses the authors in our Mishnah, and this other Bryce also reverses it because this Bryce also says that according to Chachamim, Rameir doesn't say He would say maybe you would swear because the Evid is not like Karka, whereas the Chum said Evid is like Karka. The Evid is like Karka. You could say Okay, so Rav Chanina Baravdimi said in the name of Rav that the Alocha is like what, like Rameir, but really it doesn't mean Rameir. It means like the Chachamim. That an Evid, you buy an Evid, you stole an Evid and became older, you could just, even though it's he's worth less, you could say, because you didn't acquire it's like Kark. So if that's the case, why did he say Halach Karameir? It's really Halach Karabanan. He should have said Halach like Karabanan, because he reversed the Shittas. It's Halach Karameir. The Rabbanan are really the ones who say that by an Evid you could say, but the way you have it reversed in the Mishnah, in our Mishnah, the way our Mishnah reads, that Rameir is one who says, then Halach is like Karameir. But did Rav really say that an Evid is like Karka? Because that's what Rav is saying here. That Yipaskin's like Rameir in our mission, which is really the Rabbanan. Did Rav really say that an Evid is like Karka? I'm talking about the Shukhaver. Let's say you see somebody else's Evid. Guy's got an Evid. You see him sitting around there. So you took him, and you say, come here. Come here over here. Do some work for me. He did some work for you. But you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay for the work. Visak's Evid market. Then Evid is like Karka. Dummy, a my part, why didn't you have to pay? Bishus of the Marika. You didn't, you didn't, uh, if an ever is like Karka, you didn't steal him, so he's now yours, and you get to you get to work with him and you give him back just the way it was. You stole somebody else's evidence, like I used somebody's car, I used somebody's plow or whatever. I should pay for the, the usage. He's still in the Rishus of the owner of the Evid, and you used his item, and you should pay for that, for his usage. You wouldn't. You didn't. You didn't cause any financial loss to the owner of the Evid because he wasn't working. He was on his break at that time. He's on break most of the day. You know, he he was on break and he wasn't. Uh, he, he didn't cause him any loss. He ought to show Rav Abba. Rav Abba said, "Lemori Barmar." Let's say you live in somebody else's house or somebody else's chutzir without his knowledge. Do you have to pay him rent or not? You don't have to pay. Why? Because it wasn't normally rented on anyway. So, you know, it's like the hand of his Elochaser. There's no problem over here. It's a, the place wasn't rented on anyway. And over here also, the Evid wasn't working at the time. So I didn't cause him any loss. That's why I don't have to pay. Yes, and Evid is like Karka. And really, it still belongs to the owner. But what did I do? I didn't cause him any loss. He wasn't working anyway. It's like I'm sleeping in somebody's house who's not, he's not renting it on anyway. How can you compare it to sleeping in somebody's chutzur or house? Whether you hold that a house that's lived in is more stable, doesn't get bad, because if somebody lives in the house, you know, if you ever own an apartment or a house and you leave it empty, it's not healthy. There might be a water leak, uh, things break, you know, you got to have somebody in the house there to fix the little items. Make sure, pardon? 
Right, right, because they know that there could be big, there could be a catastrophic, uh, uh, you know, damage, and nobody's there to see it. Right, exactly right. I saw that yesterday. Somebody sent around a notice about uh, advertising for somebody managing apartments, and, and one of the items that he wrote was that uh, he'll deal with the insurance company, you know, to visit the place enough times, you know, he'll, you know, manage the empty property. Uh, to make sure that the insurance company is satisfied that somebody's looking at it, whatever. That was one of the things he talked about. I just know, I saw it yesterday. So yeah, I didn't know that, but that's a good point. Um, that the insurance companies want somebody living in. So he says, whether you hold like that, that a house that's lived in is more stable, he's happy. The owner's happy if somebody lives there. Rasha was like the name of a shade. When a place is empty, it becomes like a haunted house. Uh, the Shia destroys the gate, you know, like the, the, the empty house is destroyed. Uh, the guy's happy. How can you compare using somebody's slave to uh, staying in somebody's empty house? Whether you hold just logically that a house that's lived in is is uh, more stable, or whether you hold that a house that's empty is uh, subject to demons. So the, either way, the owner's happy that somebody's there. Over here is a is the owner happy that his evet should be weakened by you using his evet during his break? The owner's always happy. The um, he doesn't want his ever to become idle, to become lazy. In other words, even, even if you own an Evet, you don't want him to sit around and do nothing. He gets used to not working. You want to keep him active all the time. There of Yosef Archama, in the house of Yosef Archama, he used to seize uh, uh, slaves, the Masbuzuze. Somebody owed him money and didn't pay. So he would take his slave and use him and use him. do work with So Rabbi, his son, Said to him, My time of Mark, why are you doing that? I'm a late. Amr of Nachman said, Abda, the whom Christ will shave, and that is not even worth the bread that he eats, the bed in his stomach. In other words, he's not worth much anyway. Uh, it's not even worth that. If I'm if I'm feeding him, you know, it's it's worth the guy's better off. It's better off I'm using him, uh, than, than staying empty, than staying with no work because he won't even be worth, uh, if he does nothing and you have to feed him, you're really losing. He's not even worth the food that he loses, I meaning he's not worth much. Rav Nachman was talking about his own, his own slave, Daru, that was his name. The Mirka Beirubi used to dance in the bars, you know, uh, that he likes to hang around. He doesn't, he doesn't do much work. But uh, most slaves do work and they're worth something. I like Rav Daniel, right? The Amr Rav Daniel Baruch Amarav, as we said at the top of the page, if you use somebody, if you see somebody else's evidence, and you do work with them, you're potter. So Alma he's happy for me to do work with them. In other words, he said there's a difference between using an apartment because because uh, using an apartment, the guy's happy. But is he happy if you use a slave? Yes, he's happy that his slave shouldn't be idle and get used to being lazy and not doing anything. The low list he wants his evidence not to be. Uh, you know, not to be idle and sit around and do nothing. That's fine if he didn't owe you money. If you took the evidence of somebody, you needed some work done, you took this guy, and he wasn't working anyway. If you took him away from the field while the guy was working, obviously you caused him a loss. But if you took him away while he wasn't working, you're doing the guy a favor, you're keeping him busy. But over here, this guy owed you money. The owner of the evidence owed you money. That doesn't look good. Mar, keeping the masakuzuzi, since in your case, he owes you money. It looks like Ribis. Looks like Ribis. He owes you money. 
and he's not paying you, so you use his slave. That looks like Rubus, Amr of Yosef, Amr of Nachman, Amr of Nachman, even though we said that if you live in somebody else's chutzah without his knowledge, you don't have to pay him for that if it's not something that's normally used, used. it's not something that's normally rented out, but he'll pay you, but if you lent him money, and then you live in his chutzah, you have to pay him because it looks like Rimbus. I'm like, you're right. I retract. I won't do that again. You retract. It's a good point because it doesn't look right. It's not necessarily Rimbus, but it looks like Rimbus. And therefore, he said he shouldn't have done that. So if you steal somebody's slave when he's not working and you return him intact, that's okay because uh, the guy doesn't mind that you use his slave because he doesn't want him to be standing around anyway. But if a guy owes you money and you take his slave, that doesn't look good. And therefore, you shouldn't do that at all. All right, we'll pick it up from here for me tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. That's, that's the first of the thing. It's not a, you know, what does it mean? It looks like you're getting interest. It doesn't look good, but we have, we have to be concerned about Marasayan. It's like Marasayan. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. It looks like it. It could be interpreted as ribbons, and we have to be more careful. It's only not a device of this, but it doesn't look right. Ephraim? Ephraim? Yeah. Why, in the case of the guy steals the cow and plows with it for two weeks and then returns the cow, why doesn't he have to pay a schar uh, uh, that he, like he rented it? Okay, so uh, if we're going to talk about the next case tomorrow, we're going to talk about that when he has to steal somebody's boat and does he and, and he and he deteriorate? Does he have to pay for rent or uh, rent or deterioration? That's the very next case. We'll see that tomorrow. Right? The same thing with the cow. Now, in the case of the cow, it would be the same way that if if the cow is normally rented out or the owner could not use the cow for that period and he lost that amount of money, he had a high, he go buy another one in a tsunami, then he would have to pay him the rent. They were talking about where there was no loss to the owner. If there was loss to the owner, he lost the rent or he lost the work and he had to get another one in his place, and it would be a problem. Yeah. 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 Once in a while. Once in a while. But it's not it, like usually not. Even by Rabbi Kiv, we usually pass like Kiv and Mechabe Rob, but not Mechabe Rob. It's very rare that we pass like. Uh, it's like it's rare we pass like Mechabe. It's rare that we pass like the Menorah.